Hello, I'm just going to share with Mark Petway. I need your help. Sadly, many individuals and families in our county are being devastated by domestic violence. Domestic violence is wrong. Love shouldn't hurt. Speak up, stand up. Together we can prevent domestic violence. Voted one of the top people to watch in 2022 by the Birmingham Business Journal, CEO of LRY Media Group and entrepreneurial advocate Rashida Leroy is a CEO, keynote speaker, and entrepreneurial strategist. With a background in experiential marketing and production, her career expands over several industries including informational technology, charitable giving, and media and PR. Prior to find founding LRY Media Group, a solutions agency, Rashida was a senior advertising specialist at Alabama Power, an electric utility company serving more than 1.4 million customers across the state of Alabama. She served in roles of increasing professional responsibility in the company's public relations department and the Alabama Power Foundation. Rashida is passionate about helping individuals find their true passion in entrepreneurship. Miss Rashida, tell me a joke. Ha <laughs> So I'm going to tell a riddle. I like that. It might be funny, you though. Came, you came it different. It might be funny. I'm liking it. Let's see. Let's get it. What begins with an E and mm-hmm. ends with an E and has a letter in the middle? Begins with E, ends with E, and a letter in the middle. I don't know. An envelope. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. So I was at the airport about a week or so ago, headed to Las Vegas. And this little girl, like she kept telling all these jokes and riddles. And finally her dad was like, that's enough. And she was like, I got one more. I got one more. And so that was the last one that she said. And I swear I almost fell out my seat. I was like, oh, I love this little girl. So anyway, when you said come with a joke, I was like, I don't have a joke. I like it. But I love that little riddle so much she told. So that was my first time telling it. I like it. Well, you should put it in your repertoire because it it will serve you well. (laughs) Now, I got one, too, you know, um, because Easter is this weekend. Happy Resurrection Weekend to everybody. What kind of music do bunnies like best? The bunny hop? That was pretty close. No. Get it. Hip hop. <laughs> That's right. Did you know that before he told this joke? That that was just an educated guess. Yeah, oh, okay. that was I, I I that was pretty easy. That was pretty easy. So, um let's get right to it. Um you tell your best memory and I'm gonna tell mine. Best memory of us. Mm-hmm. Ooh. How you met me, something funny, anything. Oh my gosh. I feel like I've been knowing you so long. I actually That's cannot remember point. where we met. You don't have to say where we met. Okay. You can say your, your favorite thought. I don't remember where we met either. 
That's oh, one of the reasons man. I ask people that. Because I, I, if they can remember it now, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Well, let me tell you my okay, tell me yours while fondest I think of mine. memory. And that is when you had Upgrade Magazine. And I just thought, I was like, this girl is, I knew you had it then. You know, you were ahead of the curve in, in your professionalism. And then you put my second wife, Katrina, in there. Yes. In a beautiful yes. spread. When we celebrated women, I yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that's my fondest memory. It's not, it's not we have millions, but that's right. my fondest. So, so I'll yeah. tell you, when you used to be at Waldrop. Okay. And we used to come by the office. Okay. And, like, you were probably one of the first to just give me advice. Yeah. And so that's probably my fondest memory. Like if I ever had, if somebody said like, who was your first mentor? I would put you in that group of like my first group of mentors. But I remember we used to come by the office like all the time for yeah. real. Yeah, all the time. It was kind of like the little hangout That was a the hangout. <laughs> and then we'd go around the corner And then we go to steal. <laughs> exactly. That was it. Thursdays. I just remember Thursdays being our days. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's Man, up. Well, those, so that's, that's where my mind goes with it, too. Now, tell me your story. Like, you know, um, I know where your story kind of picks up. Mm-hmm. But where did it start? Ooh, it start well, Pensacola, Florida is where I was born. Really? Um, yes, Excambia Medical Center, I think is the name of it, or Excambia Hospital. I don't know if it's even if it's there anymore, but born in Pensacola, uh-huh. my mom then moved back to Dothan. So her mom's side of the family is from Dothan. Her dad's side of the family is from Pensacola. Okay. Um, My family actually grew up in the Nation of Islam. So before I was born, of course, and when my mom was an adolescent, they were living in New York. Okay. So from, I would tell you, Pensacola, Dothan, New York, that's really how I think my story came into play. So when I was born, my mom moved back to Dothan, um, lived there up until I was in the fourth grade. Then we moved back to Pensacola. We were in the projects. My mom at that time had me and my brother And so when I talked to her about that period of her life, for her, it was I needed to find a better solution for me and my kids. My grandfather owned a newspaper in Pensacola, and so she saw that as her opportunity. Okay. And so I always tell people where my life really changed was when she moved to Pensacola to work for my grandfather. And I didn't realize it at the time, but that's when I was learning entrepreneurship. That's when I was seeing the grind. That's when I was seeing how you take lemons for real and turn that into lemonade. That's right. right. That's right. So from there, we moved back to Dothan when I was in eighth grade, and my mom started her own newspaper. So, again, this is her learning from him, her coming back, sowing that seed in Dothan. And she was the first black woman to do a newspaper in Dothan. But there had been a black man who had done a newspaper prior to her. Okay. But she ran that for, like, 15 years and that's where I started learning those skills. Right. So now when we think about the magazine, now right? it, it, I just had <laughs> the little bing go off in my head. That's <laughs> right. right. So how did you get to Birmingham? After college. So I went to the University of Alabama. You went to Bama, okay. I did, yeah. Roll, roll tide. tide. Roll Tide. I know you're an alum. Uh, no, I'm not an alum. I went to Bama, but oh, I didn't really? finish. I'm about to know. graduate from Miles Yay. in just a couple of weeks. That's so, what's up. Yeah. Another story, my brother will touch on that um, if you like, but graduated from Alabama and honestly was like trying to find a job 
had interviewed, had honestly gotten an offer from, at the time it was Bell South, long mm-hmm. distance, and I failed the personality test. Right, me. What? Miss <laughs> Personality. I mean, Fails a personality they must have wanted some mean people I, or something. No, I have no clue. You're not mean enough right. to cuss the people out. So I was literally <laughs> on my way back to Dothan because, you know, when you graduate with no job, it was like, all right, yeah. financial aid has run out, yeah. work study is done. So in the ninth hour, I got an offer with a company to do computer programming. And I took it. I was like, I hate computer programming, but so it's a job. So that's how you got there. So that's how I got to Birmingham. Gotcha. Yeah. And so worked that job for a few years and got laid off. Okay. Um, it was rough to get laid off because I think when you're young, you come into these careers and you're like, oh, I'm going to do what I want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I will tell them when I'm done working here mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. until that day. And they told me I was done. But the the beauty in that was. That wasn't the career for me, and I started going back to this, you know, uh, background that I got from my family, and I was like, I'm going to start a magazine. So that's really how that came about. Okay. I was working, I don't know if you remember, like, we did the newspaper, it was called In Touch. Yeah. And it was like a tabloid size. Right. And that was like my first introduction. It was like, I'm going to start here, but I was still working, and I wasn't taking it, like, extremely serious, but it was like my way of really understanding the media industry. Yeah. So when I got laid off, it was like, all right, we're going to do this. Let's get it. And we started doing it. And I tell you, I still run into people like, are you going to bring the magazine back? No. No. I'm not. I'm just, but it was great. It was, yeah. I mean, it like you love it. I, I mean, did. like it's, it's one of your babies. It, oh, man, it was. You know, very few people can relate to serial entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. right? People... Y'all got hobbies. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference between a hobby and if you don't kill it, you don't eat. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so you have a drive. uh, 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 It's trial by fire almost. It is. It is. So we did the magazine for like six years. Mm -hmm. And so that's honestly, you know, I didn't really know that event planning and production was a part of that. Yeah. I couldn't did, it, afford. did it just start growing well, or, you know, you started adding to the pot or what? Not I mean, really. It was we need to promote the magazine. So yeah. how do we do that? And okay. so, um, you know, somebody said do an event. And I was yeah. like, OK. OK. Right. OK. How okay. do you do an event? Yeah. Not realizing, you know, in college, I pledged Delta, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority <laughs> Incorporated. <laughs> and, and she has two sororities in here. Let yes. me hear y'all do it. Let me hear y'all do it. <laughs> There you go. (laughs) (laughs) But I was over Delta Week like two Uh, years in a row. And so when you're over Delta Week, it's your responsibility to like plan everything. So the parties, the step shows, the the teases, the barbecues. I didn't realize that was event planning. I was just doing what needed to be done for these events. Um, So then when we had the magazine, it was like couldn't afford to hire somebody to like promote. (laughs) So it was like, let's do an event. That's how that came about, like having to learn how to market. How do we promote it? Right, how do we promote it? Do an <laughs> yeah. event. And so the first event was the Red Tide Fair yeah. at the Wine Loft. Yeah. And that was the release of the very first issue. 
And then we did that Red Tide Fair literally every year for like the next five or six years to celebrate the release of the first issue of that year. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's how it all came along. And then, you know, like you said, it's your baby. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, you know, the recession hit us. Mm -hmm. We also got caught up in this information age where publications became real time news. Yes. Online. And so we just didn't have the education at that time to learn how to transition to a real news site versus, you know, what you would hold in your hand. So made the decision to let it go, but then got that awesome opportunity to work at Alabama Power. And that's really where I feel like I honed my skills. And I used to look at it, honestly, I went in every day and I was like, this isn't a job. This is training. This is school for me. I'm glad I get paid. Yeah. But this is me really coming into the thing that I wanted to do. There is like nothing like that job where it's not a job it not is a job. yeah and you you were in the you were in the perfect space right you were in the ideal space and yeah. I'm, I was just so happy for you one of my bosses when I was doing computer programming he told me he said the day you walked in here you were like a fish out of water you didn't belong here right and like the day I walked into Alabama power and I got settled in my role I was like oh yeah. This is where I'm supposed yeah. to be. Now, fast forward. And this is what it's supposed to feel like. <laughs> this is. Like, yeah. this is what I'm supposed to do every day. And so being able to take that, what I learned, and put that into my own business, I left there in 2017, and it was very bittersweet. It's like, and that's mm-hmm. still family. I mean, every mm-hmm. day I'm like, hey, what y'all need, you right, know? Right, right, right. Um, how can I help? But it is, it was like, I took all of that knowledge and I was like, how do I make, and I have this topic I speak on sometimes called turning your corporate into your own corporation. So how do I take what I learned in this corporate setting, this media setting, the things that we would do in public relations, and how do I transfer that to my own business? How do I mentor my own employees? How do I give opportunities to other people based off of what I learned there? So that's kind of the short Cliff yeah. Notes version of the story. Couple of questions. Okay. First of all, what are your social media handles? Mm-hmm. Where can people find yes. you? Yes. So my personal is the underscore real underscore Leroy, and that's L E R O Y. Okay. And for the business, it's L R Y Media Group. Now, those are Instagram? That's Instagram, Facebook. All right. What about Twitter? You on Twitter? We're not on Twitter. Okay. Yep. Um, Second thing, what was the Grammys like? Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have got to go to her social media and look at the pictures. You were on cloud now. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. Yeah. That is a. Well, I realize it can be more than a once in a lifetime experience because they do sell packages. Okay. And so when we got into the arena, I was actually shocked to just see so many people who had purchased tickets to attend. Okay. Um, so that was one thing. I was like, okay, I can come back. Yeah. Now, will I be on the red carpet? I don't know. Right. But at least <laughs> I can come back. But I can get back in. Yeah. The um it was amazing. That was my first time in Las Vegas. And I wasn't ready. Like, nobody told me. I looked at the weather, but I was like, oh, it's probably still cool. It was hot. Yeah. And I'm, like, literally all winterized yeah. and boots. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, okay, so now I got to find something to wear when I get here. Uh-huh. Um, I also just wasn't ready for the energy of Las Vegas because it's, like, a it's lot. It's a whole different. It's, it's a, a vibe. Yeah, it is. Right. I was, like, texting folks, like, can we come back next week? <laughs> like, because I know what to wear now. I know yeah. what to do. Yeah. So that was great. 
The red carpet was amazing. It is what you see on TV. Okay. So like when you're watching it on TV, it's kind of like, oh, I wonder how that is. Exactly what you see on TV. So celebrities are coming in and every major news outlet, they're grabbing them. Yeah. Grabbing them. So I'm literally like talking to like E! News and I'm like, hey, y'all can interview us. Like we could talk about the world right. games. Uh-huh. Well, at that point, Lil Nas X is coming in and the girl is like, yeah, we're going yeah, to talk holla. to him. <laughs> I was like, but we're here. Just letting you know we're here. So right, right. that was amazing. Just to see all the celebrities, you know, and again, it's just like what you see on TV. We did get an opportunity to do our official photo with um, the president of the Grammys and the CEO Good. of the Grammys. So that was amazing. I have to thank Dr. Henry Panyon yeah. because it is his theme My song friend. that landed yeah. us on the red carpet. Yeah. So excited that that World Games theme song, and it's actually been released. You can find it on Apple Music. And iTunes, it's called Hope of Alabama. I'm on the chorus. You got to listen real okay. closely to find me, but okay. I'm on there. But so. you on there. There <laughs> you go. Anybody want to hear me, download the song. But yeah, so it was really good. And then when we got inside, um, like what you see on TV is it. So when you're watching those performances, yeah, it's like it's the same thing. Right, yeah. right. And I was, I'm attracted to the production value with sure, what I do. exactly. So to see how quickly they would transform the stage, I mean, within two to four minutes, like you get one performer off and they may have a house on stage and uh-huh. then the next performer comes on and they like sitting on some clouds. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was yeah, just like, yeah. oh my gosh, within two to four minutes, this was being like positioned. So it was just great. And the sound, uh, most, I don't know, if you're in production, you will appreciate this. The sound was crystal clear. I mean, it was like I had never heard sound like that in my life. So I was just, I was amazed. (laughs) You're sitting here beaming still. I know, because I I can't wait to go back. I'm like, I'm already looking at packages for next year. But I hope our song gets nominated. So if our song gets nominated, then we're definitely going back. I will be praying for that. Yes. And my third question is, I heard you know somebody. Mm -hmm. Do you think you can give me tickets to the opening games to the um, world Oh, man, that's the hottest ticket in town. (laughs) I don't know if I know her. (laughs) This summer, the world's roads lead here to Birmingham. The World Games, recognized by the International Olympic Committee, will bring athletes from more than 100 countries here to compete for gold. Tickets are on sale now to see events like flag football, softball, gymnastics, lacrosse, sumo wrestling, martial arts, sport climbing, and more. The World Games will bring the best in international sports here. So join the celebration, Alabama, as we step up, because this is our medal moment. Okay, now what is your favorite charity? Yes, my favorite charity is B-Men, the Blazer Mill Excellence Network at UAB. Okay, tell so, me about it. Absolutely. So it's a organization of young black college men okay. um, who go through this program. And really it's about retention, um, helping them not only succeed um, at UAB, graduate, succeed in life they get mentorship not only from other men who have gone through the program but just from different men out in the community it's actually run um so one of my best friends sharifa whip who also works with lry hey sharifa hey sharifa um sharifa is the advisor for b-men and so she comes up with all the programming she coordinates all of their fundraising 
when it comes to getting mentors in the space, like she's the advocate for them. And I got a chance to be at their last dinner. I was actually awarded the community champion award for B-Men just from, you know, me contributing to the organization. Oh, thank you. Um, And it's interesting because it just, it feels like, like this is what I should do and why I feel like I should do it because of my brother. And I was saying, when you said you're getting ready to graduate from Miles, my brother graduated from Miles about two years ago. Okay. Um, But this was after spending three years in prison, after being convicted and um, being sentenced to 20 years in prison. And so when he came home, he decided to move to Birmingham. And it was like, what are we going to do to make sure that you can have the best quality life? And it was education. And so he was able to enroll at Miles. I love Miles. I love the fact that Miles doesn't have any barriers. You get a great education. Mm -hmm. Of course, they got a great leader now Mm -hmm. in Bobby Knight. I mean, so it is a world-class institution that my brother got the opportunity to like be a part of, experience college life, but more importantly, he experienced another way of life right. and how to succeed. And so B-Men for me is that. It's like, I wish my brother had a B-Men growing up. Yeah. You know, and so I told Sharif, I said, I love what you're doing. I'm going to commit my time, whatever resources I can. I'm going to talk about B-Men. I'm going to advocate for B-Men. And so, yeah, so it's been one of my primary charities, and I'm just, I'm excited about the work they're doing there. I'm glad to hear about that. Well, huge shout out to B-Men, especially um, given the fact by that it's led by just a wonderful and dynamic and intelligent person in Sharifa Whip. So, glad you brought her name yes, up. Yes, shout out. Now, got some this or that questions for you, so... If you choose not to answer one of these questions, you have to make a $100 donation to be men. Yes. Okay. Let's see. All right. But they're easy. Nobody. <laughs> I think we've had one person in the past. It was Montel's crazy butt, and he took a shot. It was three? Mm-hmm. Who else we had? Montel. Uh, I, I want to say uh, Bobby Knight did. And there, there was a She third one. did. There, there was the third one. Was yeah. Roy. I think it was Roy. Okay. Roy. Roy. Okay. Roy S. Johnson. Okay. No, he ended up giving one. He ended up answering. Mm-hmm. But so, okay, it's two. I got to get with Bobby. She owed me something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Regents Park or Rickwood Field? Oh, gosh. Rickwood Field. I just love the history. Okay. Are you going to go to the bananas? The Savannah bananas are coming. No. <laughs> <laughs> Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park? Ooh, Railroad Park. I truly believe it is the most diverse spot in the center of this city. I love it. I love it. it. I also used to be on their junior board, so. I missed my exercise today, so I'm going there right when we leave here. Love it. Yeah. Um, Crossplex or Legion Field? You didn't you didn't done events at all these places. I, know. <laughs> I love them both. Pass. Hundred dollars, <laughs> boom. All right, Sharif, I'm raising you money over here. <laughs> protective Stadium or Legacy Arena? Oh, Protective Stadium. Uh-huh. Yes. I wonder why. <laughs> Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? Ooh, the McWayne Science Center. Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? Oh, pass. $200 for Sharifa. <laughs> yeah, I owe, love both. You owe I me love some. both. Alabama Theater or Lyric Theater? 
$300 or are you going to answer that one? <laughs> I'm going to go with the lyric because okay. of how intimate it is. It is. Yeah. It is. Civil Rights Institute or Negro League Museum? Oh, pass. <laughs> 300 This is the most money I have raised for anybody. <laughs> this feels like a robbery. <laughs> right. Don't ask me no more questions. Dog. Keep them going. Keep them going. Downtown or Five Points? Trick oh, question. downtown. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, you didn't ask which five points. That's oh, I didn't. Uh, okay, which five points? Yeah. It is two five points yeah, in this city. See, okay. See? Barons or squadron? Squadron. Okay. Legion or stallions? Legion. Okay. Beach or lake? Oh, beach all day. Biggie or Tupac? Oh, pass. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna have these streets mad at me. You ain't gonna have these streets mad at me. Sharifa, you owe me lunch. <laughs> it goes without saying. It goes without saying. So, shout out to me for raising money for yeah, B-Man. Yeah, so what, we're at 400 for B-Man? I got you, Sharifa. I got that check waiting on you. Now, we've been hinting around and talking about LRY Media and all that kind of stuff. Well, if you haven't read between the lines and you don't know who I'm talking to, in addition to being a friend of mine, which is the most important thing, Miss Rashida Leroy is the director, executive of, producer, executive producer of mm-hmm. the opening games of the and closing games. Right. So the opening ceremony and closing, the closing ceremony. ceremony. Of the World Games. Mm-hmm. And the World Games Plaza. Yes. yes. Congratulations to you. 83 days away. 83 days away. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> now, everybody that has come on here has dropped something new. Okay. Like that nobody knows. So as you tell us your vid, you, you know, whatever you're about to share Give us a nugget that okay. nobody knows quite yet. Got it. Okay, so All I right. can't reveal a whole lot. I understand. So it, can, it can be little, just little, 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 little. little, yeah, little. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. let me say this because I don't know how many people have heard us talk about what our vision is for the Please opening talk and the closing about ceremonies. It. Yes. So for the opening ceremony, we're celebrating Birmingham. Okay. It is about Birmingham's present, its past, and its future, but it's really about how. The city that we live in today, mm-hmm. how that city sh- got its shape, right? Okay. Um, from the industrial age of Sloss, mm-hmm. um, there's no way you can tell Birmingham's story without talking about the heroes of the civil rights movement Absolutely. and what that movement did for the entire world. And then Birmingham's future, what we see today in healthcare, what we see in our authentic restaurants, what we see in our mayor and our city government. All of the great things that's really making Birmingham magical. Yeah. And so that's what the opening ceremony is about, told through the eyes of four girls. And so four girls oh, that are symbolic yes. of our four beautiful girls who lost their lives at in the 16th Street church bombing. So these are four diverse girls. If these four girls would be alive today as four beautiful grown women, how proud would they be to see these four girls in front of them. And so we're excited to be able to bring that to life. And our closing ceremony is really celebrating what we did during the World Games. 
This is a historical event for Birmingham, one of the largest to come to this city, for it to be an international sporting event. And I want to say this. This is affiliated with the Olympics. This is a big deal. Right. So for people who may not really understand what the World Games is, I want to encourage you to go to TWG2022.com. You can learn about the games and purchase tickets. So that's exciting. But our closing is celebrating what we accomplished here. Everybody who made it possible from the Birmingham Organizing Committee the chair of the World Games, Jonathan Porter, the CEO, Mr. Nick Sellers, and everybody who is day in and day out working to make sure that the games are a success. Our mayor, his leadership. So, like, we're here for the celebration, and it's just going to be amazing. So I'm going to stop there because, like, the more I talk, the more I want to reveal a whole lot of stuff. But that was a and good reveal, the yeah. little four, four girls thing. We'll yeah. take that. Yeah. We'll, yeah the, so, and I will say this, our conductor, we're going to say our conductor because okay. he's going to be taking us through this journey with these four beautiful girls is Mr. Bootsy Collins. And so <gasps> that's, that's a, a reveal. One. That's a reveal, yeah. So if you don't come for yeah, nothing baby. else, come to see Bootsilla. <laughs> Because we're excited. Yeah, baby. And for those who may be too young to know who Bootsy Collins is, if you download Silk Sonic, yeah. you will hear him all over that album, which is my favorite. We also got a chance to go see them in concert while we were in Vegas. So oh, that's awesome. That was the highlight. That's awesome. I am so happy for Yay. you. Thank and you. like, um, you know, this is what this show is about. Yeah. It's like I looked up one day and somebody I mentored she grew up. She grew up. <laughs> and it's bringing us the opening and closing ceremonies. Yes. That's beautiful. So and, and and you said the third. The, the World Games Plaza. Yeah, let me not that. forget. So yes. that is the fan zone. So we're going to take over City Walk. Okay. Which is the, the new exciting park that's happening under the 2059 Interstate downtown. Okay. So we're going to take over City Walk um, between... My team gonna kill me between like twenty first and twenty fifth street. Okay. So it's kind of the uptown area of, gotcha. of City Walk. So we're calling it the World Games Plaza. It's free and open to the public. What? Um it's yes, what? it's free and open to the public. I love so free. we'll have demo sports. There'll be about thirteen sports that are featured in the World Games that people can come down and learn how they play and perform. Yeah. We'll have musical artists from local, regional, and some national talent who will get announced very soon. Okay. Food trucks. Um, and then, of course, you can just take it. Y'all going to have Travis down there? We might. <laughs> you know y'all got to have Travis. No Travis play. is a staple. We got to get Travis <laughs> together. Yes. But um, but it's it's family friendly design for people to come out, um, and it'll be open every day of the actual World Games. So from July seventh through July seventeenth, our opening ceremony is on July seventh. Closing ceremony is on July seventeenth, and then the plaza is open all of those days. And then for people that want to know about sporting events, twg2022.com. Awesome. Any shout outs? Oh, man. If I start, I don't want to forget anybody. Shout out to LRY Media Group, my team. Yes. Shout out to the World Games. Thank you, Jasmine Phillips, for for helping me get get her here. Jazzy Jazz. Um, Shout out to my family, my friends. I know. If I start naming names. Huge shout out to your brother. Yes. My fellow Mylian. Yes. And as we close... um, I got. I'm, I've instituted two more questions. Okay. Right, this is something new. First of all, who is your favorite hip hop artist? Jay Z. 
Jay-Z. Okay. <laughs> and um, and this is, I'm so glad I'm starting this question with you. Okay. Because you are living your dream. You ought to see yourself cheesing right now. I just want to take a picture. <laughs> oh, gosh. Thank you. But if you weren't doing this, mm. what would you do? Oh, what my would gosh. you want to be doing? I would be a fashion designer. I, hold on. Time out. I don't care. We're not closing the show. <laughs> we got to talk about Lob. Uh-uh. Lobe. Lobe. Yes. yes. We got to talk about Lobe. Yeah. Yes. Come on. Tell so, us about your, your earrings. So we, we started Lobe. Honestly, it was like a pandemic play, right? Because, yeah. you know, we had time. Uh-huh. And I think every I don't know if everybody did this during the pandemic, like when we got shut down, but I've always loved earrings. Like ever since I can remember, I would make my own if I couldn't find what I wanted in the store. Uh-huh. So coming out of college, I was like, I'm gonna start an earring line. And then I didn't realize how much that take. Yeah. So I like put it on the back burner, but it was always in my mind. And so it was like, why don't we do this? So my aunt Amina um, who had to have a surgery a few weeks ago, so she's still down and out. But prayers for her. She's coming back strong. She actually, like, I sketch, and then she design, like, she yeah. puts everything together. Uh, Twyla Greider, who's our creative director, she built our website and has been helping us just with the creative direction. Sharifa Whip um, okay. helps us. She's actually fulfillment, but also consults on marketing and PR. Jasmine is our PR person. And then Rashida Reese, there's two Rashidas in my camp. She handles a lot of our marketing. So it's like these dope black women. We all came together. I had the vision and then they brought everything else. I love it. So the site is lobjewelry.com and we call it lobe. So it's like, that's how you. Earlobe. When you said it, I was like, duh, I feel stupid. No, it's all good. (laughs) Most people see it. It's like we dropped the E. Yeah. So, But you have the little O, the little line over the O. Yeah, we got the line over the O, yeah. So uh, lobe jewelry, um, we released some new product a few weeks ago. We actually celebrated our one year anniversary. So I'm excited. I tell people that's my retirement plan. Well, y'all. Yeah. So when I when I hang up my heels, I there's no. Events. Is there anything else? Because there's no way I want people to come out here and we not know about their businesses and entrepreneurial yeah, pursuits. No, I think that's it. Right. I don't. I don't really know if I could do anything else. Right I now. understand. <laughs> well, you guys go check out Lobe Jewelry and be looking forward to the opening closing opening and closing ceremonies of the World Games and. The City Walk. Yep, the World Games Plaza. I want to thank my dear friend Rashida Leroy for joining us. I want to thank you for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed63 and UrbanHam.com. Birmingham, the World Games are coming. God bless. This podcast has been brought to you by our friends at Redmont Vodka. You can find them on the web at redmontdistilling.com.